0: Print-on-demand elegantly kind of fits that criteria. You can really start a small online niche brand.
1: I'm your host, Dave Knox, and this is Predicting the Turn, a show that helps business leaders meet their industry's inevitable disruption head-on. Welcome to another episode of Predicting the Turn. Today, we sit down to learn about the journey of Printful, which was founded by Davis when he was uh, just 22 years old. Davis, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here and thanks for having me. So, I want to start with the story of what Printful is. Can you give the short summary of what Printful is as a business? Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, of course. Uh, Printful is a print on demand dropshipping business. In simple terms, we print t shirts and other uh, print items on demand on the behalf of e-commerce stone owners with their branding and send these items directly to the buyers of their stores uh, so they don't have to do all the printing or hiring of staff or managing equipment themselves
1: so as i mentioned in the intro you you were just 22 year old uh, years old when you started printful and at the time you're working at an incubator as an i.t administrator and you came up with an idea called startup vitamins what was that concept and how did it eventually lead to Printful?
0: So I'm one of the co-founders of Printful. There's two other guys with me on the team. So I actually joined the incubator when I was 18. So I actually worked with the co-founders of Printful for four years prior to starting actually Printful. So the incubator, the name is Dragon Group. So it's very entrepreneurial. The other co-founders have started over 100 business ideas over the course of 15 years. Actually, the first successful idea was inspired by the first social network, Friendster. We launched a localized social network in uh, the country of Latvia. I'm Latvian, two Other founders are Latvian as well. So we just kind of launched a lot of tech-focused internet businesses and hoping to be successful at some point. And uh, it took a while to arrive at the successful idea. And Star Revitaments was the one idea that... Was direct directly before Printful, and it was we were changing offices in our uh, city of Riga, Latvia, where we we're based out of, and we moved into the beautiful office which had you know free uh, wall space, and we wanted to put inspirational startup quotes on it, and we just couldn't find quotes on the internet that we can buy as posters that we like, so we thought that we will essentially design our own. And uh, make our wall walls beautiful. And uh, turns out there were a lot of other you know startup businesses out there who wanted the same thing. So we kind of filled a very specific niche in the market by launching these specific designs for specific you know people who were interested in startups. And that is how um, yeah, that is how idea came about. and how we got from star Vitamins uh, to printful was you know we wanted to move beyond selling posters to other, Tech folks in the industry, and uh, we wanted to sell apparel, and we wanted to sell them in the same way we did posters. You know, essentially printing them on demand once the order comes in. We wanted to not have to keep any stock on our hands. And at the time, a lot of businesses were dealing in apparel space with screen printing, where they had a lot of T-shirt stock in it uh, that they, you know, didn't know if they're going to sell. So we didn't want to do that and we wanted to look for a print-on-demand option and actually we were researching who could do that for that for us and there were companies who did it but they lacked one important component and that was that they were not tech companies per se they were mostly these analog mom and pop print shops who you know kind of local printers who printed t-shirts but they didn't know how to adapt to the new age of e-commerce online stores. So at the time our starter vitamins were running on Shopify platform, which was you know much less popular back then, but still growing relatively fast. And there was no you know service that would integrate with Shopify that you could sell t-shirts on demand. And um, you know, that is how we you know decided and we came up with the idea that we want to start Printful because we as starter vitamins needed. And you know, a dropshipping, print-on-demand T-shirt service that can fulfill items on demand, so no stock. And very, very important that would integrate with our backend and Shopify, because it was important that all the orders we got on Shopify would just automatically go to our backend. So there's not, there was not a service like that. So you know, we started one. It's a
1: classic entrepreneurial story of seeing the opportunity in the market. So talking about entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of your customers are solo e-commerce entrepreneurs and cos marketers who use your services to generate, you know, passive and additional income. What have you learned about what you need to do to support them and help them build their businesses so you can build yours?
0: We are very focused on decreasing barriers of entry for anybody who wants to start their own solo the small e-commerce business was a print on demand. So, you know, much like Shopify is making it easier to launch their online store from, a, you know, a e-commerce platform. And we are decreasing other barriers to launch a store. So we are pr- trying to make it uh, very easy to design items to make it uh, you know, very easier to be able to sell. We built mock-up generators and much tools like that. So users can launch the store easier. But um, as far as uh, you know, what the, an, an e-commerce store should do themselves, they need to really think about the niche they are going into. We've seen the most uh, successful people being that they have you know pick a specific niche. So just like Startup Minamins picked, you know these startup companies who would resonate with quotes uh, like "build fast and break things" are most successful. Customers are those who pick very specific niche, like medical students, or you know other niches that they know a lot about, or they can target effectively, you know, using social media marketing or advertising. So Printful just
1: celebrated seventh anniversary. You have more than a thousand employees, six fulfillment centers worldwide, and you saw revenues climb from seventy four million or seventy seven million to one hundred sixteen million in eighteen to nineteen. What's really been driving that growth? And what do you think is changing in the marketplace as a whole?
0: Well, obviously, the, there's the overarching trend of people just generally buying more goods online, especially paddle which is the biggest category on the internet in terms of volume sold. But uh, more people and customers will want to buy personalized items. Items that are personalized or unique, People are willing to spend a little more money on them. And also, uh, they want to stand out in in the crowd. So if you buy from a large retailer, let's say H&M or Zara, you're not going to be very unique. So you want to look for smaller brands, uh, brands and retailers who you resonate with their messaging behind. And a lot of that could be done uh, you know by utilizing print on demand services like printful, so that is one of the reasons we solve the growth also you know my earlier topic that I talked about picking a niche in these last years, but especially recently, social media and influencers, youtubers, and uh, people in this category have you know grown tremendously and they have to monetize their audiences and they often don't make enough money from such as running ads on their YouTube channel, they make more money by selling merchandise that uh, their audience is very willing to buy because they support that particular influencer. We can see that you know there's a lot of platforms like Patreon having become really popular because that's a way how people can support their influencers through sponsorship and buying their merch is similar to that but lately and especially this year uh, our growth has been accelerated by the pandemic and that's because you know a lot of retail um apparel uh closing stores were closed a lot of um extra income opportunities like driving uber or renting out your extra property or room on uber kind of uh, on airbnb suddenly dried up and a lot of people were Gravitating towards a you know business that you can truly do from your home, and print on demand elegantly kind of fits that criteria. You can really start an you know small online niche brand by picking an e-commerce platform such as Shopify, picking a print on demand partner such as us, and and then even maybe possibly selling your items on marketplaces like Etsy, which also saw tremendous growth during the pandemic.
1: Talent is a big part of predicting the turn. And as we talk about talent, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors, Hunt Club. Imagine the power of the best marketers in the world, helping you to find your next marketing leader. That's the power of Hunt Club. Hunt Club is a new category of talent company that powers the network of experts, connectors, and business leaders to help you find the best talent. Let's face it. Recruiting hasn't changed with the times. Hunt Club is changing the recruiting game by leveraging technology and crowdsource referrals to find you the best people possible for your company. Stop paying job boards that don't work or recruiting firms that recycle the same active candidates. Partner with Hunt Club. Talking about that growth during the pandemic, while it was easy for your customers to start things working from home, you can't do that on your side. You have the print on demand, you have the fulfillment. How were you able to keep up with the staffing needs of that growth during the pandemic?
0: It was incredibly challenging. So unlike software where you can just kind of turn on a bunch of servers on so Amazon Web Services, we had to hire real people who work in our facilities while we actually had to change shifts, had to introduce social distancing as much as possible in our Facility. So actually, for several months, we couldn't keep up with the sudden surge in demand that we saw because of a an pandemic. And we had to proactively communicate with our customer base that we were delayed. But uh, the key there was that we you know, made uh, constant updates to our COVID-19 updates page and also social media about the efforts that we underwent as a company to scale up and that we were doing everything possible to get back to normal. During the pandemic, we actually managed to hire hundreds of new employees, buy equipment uh, worth, you know, 10 plus million dollars, actually launch a completely new facility in, uh, in Barcelona, Spain of all places. As we know, Spain was particularly hard hit, and, you know, we managed to launch it as soon as the restrictions eased there. So it was very difficult, and I'm... You know, very proud of our operations team who have been able to scale up despite the restrictions uh, put in place by the pandemic and uh, governments and local governments who, you know, restricted. There, there was a time when we actually had to temporarily close our facilities. And, and uh, you know, we, for instance, in Los Angeles and California, we closed our facility. And later on, as it opened up again, as restrictions eased and the Los Angeles County and later the state of California encouraged people to wear face coverings. And for a while, we only produced face coverings in our Los Angeles facility.
1: So you mentioned uh, you know, Los Angeles, you mentioned Spain, you, know, you have production centers in multiple countries. Okay. When you say that you stay local while going global, what's that mean and how's it really helped grow the company?
0: in e-commerce it's very important to deliver goods uh, fast to your customers you know we can see that because amazon has been so successful with their two day fulfillment and increasingly putting their fulfillment centers close to where their customers are which since they are selling basically anything is any metropolitan area so we are trying to follow that in our own way, basically, again, reducing tr- transit times to the potential, um, you know, the, the countries where we ship to. So, you know, with opening on Spain was was very important to reduce average transit time to our customers in Western Europe. Before that, we had a, a when we still have a fulfillment center in Regalata, which is a northeast of Europe. So we kind of picked the opposite side of Europe to to kind of divide our order volume between the two locations. We do this similarly in US by picking Los Angeles, where one of our fulfillment centers is, and and Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, which is an opposite side of the US. And, and we also pick Spain because um, there's a lot of Spanish-speaking people in, in the US, as well as globally worldwide, both in Latin and Central America, and also in the country of Spain. So our strategy is basically adding the local fulfillment capabilities, like such as our fulfillment center in Spain, translating the website in in the language where it's necessary, in this case, it's Spanish, and adding uh, other localizations, such as localized currency, which for Europe meant euros. When you talk to aspiring
1: e-commerce entrepreneurs, what advice do you give them on the lessons that you learned personally building Printful?
0: What we learned uh, is that yes, you have to pick uh, you know the right niche and right targeting who's your advertising social media. That's something I you know, mentioned earlier. So you know, pick uh, the niche. You know, the other aspect I can again uh, stress uh, the fact that a lot of good ideas, uh, business ideas, come out of you know solving your own need. We sold our own need we started vitamins where we needed business posters and we sold our own need by launching printful which was you know print on demand service that would integrate with our Shopify backend so um, try to find a business uh, idea like that you will uh, understand your customer better and that that will help you to develop a better service for instance uh, all the products that we still sell on starter vitamins are fulfilled by Printful. We use our own product, and we often test new features always our own brand. We we kept it around specifically for that reason to you know keep actually be a be our own customer of Printful. Beyond this, I would suggest uh, focusing a lot on creating content that resonates with your customer base. For instance, in Starter Vitamins, uh, we focused on being the first on Google for keywords, motivational posters. I think we might still be one of the first for that specific keyword and writing content around it. With Printful, we picked our sort of the most, one of the most important keywords that we want to rank for on Google is print on demand and the variations of that. And uh, our marketing teams focused on writing the uh, content around that. And uh, to this day, most growth of printful comes from to printful comes organically because we invested a lot over the years by producing blog posts, videos, and other content about topics that resonate with our customer base, which is in our case is uh, store owners. So you want to think who are your customers and what kind of content? they would be searching for and, you know, invest in SEO very early on. I mean, I wish in retrospect that we hired SEO team members sooner.
1: Well, that is a great advice. So I really appreciate you taking the time to tell us about the journey that you've had with Printful. It's been an amazing business that you and your co-founders have built. So congratulations on the success and thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, hit that rating and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And for more resources, head over to predictingtheturn.com.